Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 47. And we're going to go... <coughs> excuse me, my allergies are acting up. We're going to be going into the third Bible study on Christmas, in this Christmas season. And that's going to be talking about the wise men. We're also going to have a song called We Three Kings of Orient and I. And then we're going to do our prayer request segment like we always do and pray for those needs and then our closing remarks. But I want to uh, let you know that we will be back on the air Monday again in our new schedule and we'll take care of things that's got to be taken care of then. (coughs) And I wish just this, this cough will go away is an allergy and it, it's a side effect from some of my heart medicines too so but we're going to get started with the podcast with our opening song so let's go to We Three Kings and enjoy the music
apologize for all the coughing that I was doing there in the song because we do all everything live here we don't take breaks we don't shout off mics um, just in case you know people want to add with the singing and stuff um, but we're gonna get into the Bible study now and at three three Kings there's a song that opens what we need to know and open to us and I'm going to read the scripture to you, then I'm going to tell the story, and then I'm going to give you a, one thought and two underheading the thought of why of we need to be like the wise men did. Okay? So, Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 11. And it says, the title says, Visitation of the Wise Men. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod, the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east. <clears throat> and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he gathered together all the chief priests and the scribes of the people together, he demanded them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophets, And, and thou Bethlehem in the land of Judea, art not the least among the prince of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. And Herod, when he had privy called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star was appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, Bring him to me, bring me the word again, that I may come and worship him also. When they have heard, the king, they departed, and lo, the star, which they saw in the east, went before them, until it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced in exceedingly great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. 
Now here we have the story of three wise men, three kings, and are also called three people that watches the stars. Astrologers, I believe they call them. And when they were looking up in the sky in the east where they come from, they saw a star that they never had been before. And they must have been <coughs> excuse me, kind of privy to information of the Bible of being scholars too because they knew this was baby Jesus's or the special baby born in Bethlehem to find the baby. And they wanted to go worship him and give him gifts. So they traveled a long way. A long way to get to baby Jesus. And on the way they stopped to gather information from the kingdom and the king because, you know, they keep records and stuff of what's going on too. And Herod asked the, the their, their high priests, their astrologers, their people that know the information and told them and about it and it'd be in Bethlehem. So they traveled to Bethlehem to find baby Jesus and they followed the star to under a house <coughs> where baby Jesus is born now at this time I said baby Jesus in reality we have the wise men in the plays and stuff visit baby Jesus when he's a baby but he's actually like two or three years old now at this point in his life and I didn't tell you about Herod because that part of the story is not really about what I want to talk about today but I will tell you Herod was troubled because this baby was supposed to be a governor or supposed to be a king a ruler over their people but he didn't understand and the people didn't understand that this ruler would be our savior our king of kings the king of heavens who is over everything Okay, not Herod's kingdom, even though he would have been over Herod's kingdom too. But, so in fact, he wanted to kill baby Jesus. And if we would go further into scripture, Mary, the wise men had a dream not to go back to Herod as he asked. They took a different way home, and I, they suggested that Mary and Joseph and the baby flee too. And I think another angel appeared unto them, warning them. And they went to Egypt. And then Herod had babies for how old he would be killed from three to firstborns down in the land of Bethlehem. And that's sad. That's very sad. But that ain't what we're going to be focusing on with the three wise men today. But I wanted to give you the whole thing. Now, we need to be like the wise men were. Why? Because they did something that most Christians need to do that most Christians don't always do today. And we need to do something. The first one is we need to seek and follow him. Okay? Now, there's two points under this heading of seeking and following him 
Because one, if we're not saved and we're looking for wandering this world, looking for something to replace that's not in us anymore because of what Adam and Eve did. We got to make things right with God for Jesus dying on the cross. So it's now alcohol. Some people try doing alcohol. Try, some people try doing drugs to fill this spot. Some people try to seek it out with premarital sex. Some people try to seek this out with lying. Some people try to speak it out with stealing with money. Some people try to speak it out with working. The only thing that you need to be seeking out is our Lord Jesus Christ and coming to know him as your Savior. John 3.16 tells us that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that wouldn't perish and come unto him. And just believe and ask him into your heart. That's, that's all that Jesus is want. God made a way for you to come back to God. Alright? Second thought on that. As Christians, we got to continue to follow and serve him. Continue to follow and serve him. In other words, <coughs> excuse me. In other words, we got to seek him. And how do we seek him? By praying, by reading his word, and by living his word. And that's how you follow and seek him. Okay? That's how you seek his answers. And that's how you follow him. Because when the answers come to you, you start living for him. Alright? Now, the second one is, we need to give ourselves to him for what he's done for us. Now, Jesus died, gave his life up at Calvary to die for yours and my sins. And we owe it to him as Christians to live our life for him, just like I just said. Give it to him. And let me tell you something, saints. You might be saying, well, what do I get out of it? Well, you get to go to heaven and not the eternal fire of hell. But the Bible also tells us this. If we serve God, if we serve God and follow his precepts and are, ask him into our hearts and lives and we follow him and we do his will, he will to give us the desires of our heart. Just like because he gave something, he's going to come back and give you something. Okay? Now, but we got to be willing to follow him. Now, there's sometimes that guys ask us to do stuff that we don't want to do. And because, just like Jonah, God was sent Jonah to go to Nineveh to try and preach, you know, to sell, not the salvation message at that time, but to do a message that they would be destroyed if they don't, unless they turn to God. And Jonah knew that these people would turn to God and God would save them. But Jonah felt like these people shouldn't be saved. So he's told God no and he ran off. And God followed him everywhere he went. That's the thing about God. He's not just with you in your living room. He's, not, he's, he's with your mom in her house. He's with your uncle in their house. 
He's with your wife, if you're married, with your house or your girlfriend. Wherever, God is everywhere, so you cannot run from him like Jonah thought he could. And when he still didn't listen, God put him in the fish, in a belly of a fish for three days until he decided to do what he was supposed to do. So God is very serious, especially with laymen, I mean, especially with people in leadership roles like like uh, prophets and me being a pastor and and ministers and Sunday school teachers. He wants you to do what he wants you to do. And he's going to go after you until you do it. So it's better to give in to him to do it. Now sometimes he does allow people to run until they until he yanks them back. And he yanks them back maybe with a storm of life. Then my thought is wouldn't it be better to go and serve God and do what he asked you to do in the first place because in the end he's going to bless you for it. There was an old saying when uh, when Stone Cold Steve Austin was in the WWE as a wrestler and Vince McMahon told him one time are we going to do this the easy way or are we going to do this the hard way? Austin chose the hard way. But let me tell you something saints. Jesus isn't Vince McMahon and Vince McMahon isn't Jesus and if you don't know who that is he's the owner of the WWE and I have a feeling everyone in the world knows who he is but let me tell you something everyone knows who in the world who Jesus is and he is the one to follow it needs to be done the easy way but us humans like to do things the hard way which my point was with the example of Stone Cold and Vince McMahon. Stone Cold liked to do things the hard way. We gotta learn not to do things the hard way. Just let God do what he wants in your life. Do what he asks you and in the end you're gonna see why it was done and why it was needed to be done that way. Before we close this Bible study I'm going to give a chance because I said we in that first thought that we need to seek and follow him. And there might be some people, because I've asked you guys to share this podcast if it's been a blessing to people. And I want to give them a chance if they're listening to come and know Christ. It might be something I said here today that expired them to come and know Christ. So we're going to do a quick sinner's prayer here. And then we're going to do a, a prayer recommitment to God for all of us who are Christians and then we're going to go into our prayer request segment so say this prayer after me dear Heavenly Father I ask you to forgive me for all my sins come into my heart and life and help me live for you I now accept you as my Savior and serve you Wash me with your precious blood. In Jesus' name I ask. Amen. And amen. And now, for all the Christians who are listening, you can say it out loud. If you're in house with me, you can say it to yourself, or you can say it out loud. But we're going to say a prayer of recommitment to God, because we all need to do this. Because of what he's done. He deserves us to be 100% for him. So say this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father. I ask you to help me recommit my life to you. 
because I do recommit my life to you. Help me do what you ask me to do. Help me live the way you want me to live. Help me to know that you got a plan and you're going to work it out. In Jesus' name, I recommit myself to you. Amen. And amen. If you did that, both, I'd like to hear that from you somehow. There should be a comment section in Hopper or different um, platforms at this podcast. We're, we're using the main platform as Hopper, but it's on Spotify. And I got a whole, a whole list of people. So if there's a way to send a message to me, send it. Because I would like to hear that. If not, visit uh, God's Internet Church group on Facebook. Ask to be a member. And when I do that, send a message to me there that you did this. Because we want to know because not how many numbers we're getting. But how many. I want to rejoice in heaven just like the angels just did if some of you asked that. Now we're going to go to the prayer request segment. And then we'll close. Recap of what we learned. And the first one we want to pray for is on he's part of the church group. Um, God's Internet Church Group. And he's also my father. He has an aneurysm on his aorta. So we need to pray for that. We need to pray for my mom. Uh, with her back. But she's saying that she's feeling better. So I praise God for that. With the therapy we're going through. So we're going to continue to pray for her. Then for my cousin Margaret. Which she's part of the God's Internet Church group. And we need to pray that. Uh, she lost her mother about five months ago. Just like my wife did. Or actually... Her mother died the same day we were burying my wife's mother-in-law. My mother-in-law, excuse me. My wife's mom. And she's having issues going through the estate with her brother too on some things. And just like we are. But we need to pray for that, her leg in that situation. Um, <coughs> we need to pray for my our friend Lloyd in the old neighborhood where the house used to be. Um, he got back with us, but we haven't heard about for Christmas season stuff. I don't know if he missed my wife's text on that one or what. But we asked about his cancer and he hasn't told us he has cancer. But he's still talking to us so he must be okay. Uh, we're going to continue to pray for that and I think I'm going to try to have her reach out to Lloyd again and see if he answers her. Um, then we need to pray for my brother-in-law, my wife and me as we finish out trying to get along with this estate. There's been some problems and we need to work those out. And then we got to pray for my friend Sean. He's like a brother from another mother. We need to pray for his two unspokens. He's got two unspokens. And he and his mother hip, hip surgery Recovery. She's having trouble walking with the cane or something last time I talked to. I got to talk to him again and get an update on her too. And now we pray for him before. He has cor he don't have coronavirus, but he was around someone that was in coronavirus. My friend Sean and his, his wife isn't vaccinated. She had coronavirus. He had it. But his baby never his 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 uh, son Philip hasn't had it, 
the vaccination or or the coronavirus so we got to pray that this ain't gonna have coronavirus so he don't get sick and then we got to pray for my cousin Lori over her uh, she something with her legs going on Lord and I want to put my cousin Heather in on there her daughter she she lives in a group home and her part her her roommate causes problems and she got into a fight the last couple weeks and she hasn't been able to go home to visit her mom on and you know it's a holiday and we need to help her realize that she can't act like that to other people she's got to turn her head and walk away as Christ would and then we got to pray for my cousin Sharon and her tailbone she cracked it a few weeks ago and then my aunt Denise with her diabetic uh, they said that she's type 2 di pre-diabetic but she's scared and now people are giving her advice my wife gave her advice so we need to pray that she takes my wife advice because my wife is a diabetic and my wife wouldn't turn around um, just to be a know-it-all she wants to do it to help her doing it right and then um, my grandma God's been asking me and my mom to pray for her eyes and ears and and her legs and because she can't walk like she used to too. she can't hear like she used to and she can't see like she used to and God wants us to pray for her that those things get a little bit better because she's 93 years old and give her a little bit more happiness in life and I want to add a um, my step uncle Bob Cass you know, he, the family didn't want him at Thanksgiving this year and my mom tried and I thought it was wrong and I said I tried to but they wouldn't invite him and he got on Facebook and he was so alone so I think that's wrong, but we need to pray for him that maybe he finds somebody or the family brings him back into where he needs to be back into. And let's see, I think that's everything. Oh, and then the unspoken that God's given me to different parts of this ministry, maybe some new stuff coming soon. He's birthing stuff in me. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, and we're going to pray this all in general today at one time. And I ask that you guys take this list and, and and pray for it separately. Write these names down. And normally we will do that, but we're running a little behind on time. Um, so we're going to do a general prayer over all these. Lift them all up at the same time. And I just ask you to pray for them through why we're off until we meet Monday. And then Monday we'll probably get back to praying everyone separately again. But dear Heavenly Father, I just ask you to take these needs, Lord. I just ask you right now to, as we're all touching the device that we're listening to or recording on, Lord. We just ask you to be with each and every situation that was mentioned, Lord. You heard them out loud, Lord. And the people heard them. Now let the people pray for these over the weekend, the rest of the week and the weekend. <coughs> and Lord we just ask you to let everything work out with these needs and Lord we ask you this in Jesus name Amen and Amen so what have we learned here today from our Bible study as we close we learned that we got to be like the wise men and seek him no matter if we're Christian or non-Christian we need to seek and follow him and if we're non-Christian we need to come
and be one of God's child. But we need to seek and follow him wherever he wants us to do and whatever he wants us to do. And then we've got to give ourselves to him to be used. God has something for you to do. It's like he caused me to be minister. He called my wife to be a sign language. And she does sign language and prayer. My grandma's used as a prayer warrior. So different people are used in different ways. My mom is used as an encourager. So you see, we all have something new, but we got to be willing to be used by God and follow him. And that's what we learned from the Christmas story of the wise men. On that note, I like to say, love one another, keep people safe, be careful as you're shopping this Christmas season. Don't get frustrated with other people that are frustrated because everybody's in the same boat as you are. And then and with the shortest of supplies and stuff, it's gonna even make it harder to find stuff that people need or want to do for Christmas. But together we need to take time and love one another. We need the love of Christ out there. And if you are listening to this and this is the blessing, share it with people. Because if they get a blessing to be saved, but especially at the holidays. So share this with people and so we can help a lost dying world even more people come to Christ. On that note, I'm Pastor Ron Weaver saying have a good week. Love one another, help one another, be safe. And God bless you. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver, your host, saying see you next Monday on God's Internet Church Podcast and have a good week.